This is the Stand with Lynette podcast. You have episode 22, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. What would your life be like if you knew you could stand firmly on the covenant path, come what may? My name is Lynette Shepard, and I am here to help you do just that. If you are a Latter-day Saint woman with a desire to brighten your faith as the world grows darker, you are in the right place. Together, let's stand. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Stand with Lynette. I'm so glad you're here today. I feel really honored to be able to spend a few minutes with you. I wanted to let you know about some exciting news that's happening in a couple of weeks. I will be opening the doors for enrollment into my Shine 40 program. This is a 40-day challenge that will help you to implement a series of spiritual habits that, as promised by our prophet Russell M. Nelson, will help you hear the voice of the Lord with greater clarity gain massive spiritual momentum, and unlock the power of God in your life. I will share more information in the next couple of weeks, but for now, I simply want you to consider how your life might be different if you could hear God's voice with greater clarity and have greater access to his power in your life. As you consider that, let me read the review of the week, which is not a podcast review, though I really appreciate all of those and I ask you to keep them coming. If there's anything about this podcast that has resonated with you, please consider leaving a rating or review. And if I read that review on the air, I will send you a thank you gift as my deepest appreciation for you taking the time to do that. But today I would like to read a testimonial from a woman who recently completed the Shine Challenge. Her name is Angela and she said... Shine 40 has saved me. Many might question this, but I have become a different person because of the challenges in this program. I can more clearly hear and feel the spirit. I am learning to trust myself and others, which leads to stronger relationships. Thank you for that amazing review, Angela. And just consider again what it might be like if you were to have a similar outcome in your life that Angela explains how it changed her. Could it possibly change you? Think about that and stay tuned for more information over the next couple of weeks. But today's topic will actually lead right into that. And I'm excited to talk to you about it because as Angela said in her review of the Shine program, this concept that I will teach you today has saved me. It has changed me. Learning the truth that I will teach you today has saved me from overwhelm. It has saved me from laziness, from apathy. It has shown me how to create the outcomes I want in my life. And the process of getting from point A to point B is not as difficult as I once imagined. It is made up of small and simple things that over time make a massive difference. Now, what is this magic, you might ask? Habits. The magic is in the small daily habits that make up our days and by extension, our lives. Before we get into the nitty gritty of how and why habits can be so transformative, I want you to think back with me, if you will, on your life thus far. What big decisions have you made? Perhaps you decided where to attend college, whether or not to serve a mission, where to live or work, whom to marry, where to get married, when to have children, how many children to have, and many other decisions of equal magnitude. 
Whatever big decisions you have in mind, did you take them lightly? Did you, on a whim, decide to get married to a random person whom you did not know very well? Did you, with equal levity, decide whether to marry in the temple or not? Did you wake up one morning and decide to move to another state, having never considered that option before? Or did smaller decisions lead up to those big, life-altering ones? I know there are people who are spontaneous and who like to go wherever the wind takes them. But even if you fall into that category, I would argue that our lives are not made up of big decisions, whether spontaneous or otherwise. They are made up of small and simple choices that we make multiple times every day. Our small choices, or in other words, the way we choose to spend our time, our energy, our resources, almost make the big decisions for us. Not in a way that takes away our agency, but in a way that reinforces it. Small choices lead to big choices and big outcomes, both positive and negative. And habits, whether conscious or unconscious, are the building blocks of our choices. Andy Andrews, in his book, The Noticer, which, by the way, is one of my very favorites, said this. Have you ever heard the saying, don't sweat the small stuff? Well, I'm here to tell you that you'd better. See, the small stuff is what makes up the larger picture of our lives. Many people ignore small stuff, claiming to have an eye on the bigger picture, never understanding that the bigger picture is composed of nothing more than, are you ready? Small stuff. Close quote. I am one who can easily see the big picture and sometimes gets lost in the details or the small stuff. That can feel very overwhelming for me. I am also one who hates to-do lists. I don't like planners because I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Lists and schedules make me feel like I am in a vice constrained by the structure that I try to place upon myself. It is common for me to spend an hour or sometimes even more creating a weekly meal plan and a shopping list for any given week. Then, after I've gone to the store and purchased all the ingredients for the things that I plan to make, when it's time to actually cook those things, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like making or eating that thing that I planned. So I abandon my plan and I improvise with whatever ingredients I have on hand. Now, let me tell you how much my children hate this. Because even when I create a plan, I don't share it with them because I know I will probably change it at the last minute. And then when they ask me, like they do frequently every day, what we are having for dinner, I will usually say, I'm not sure. Let me go figure that out. Even though it is 5.30 p.m. and everyone is scattering at 6.45 to go to their evening activities. So with that little background on me, when I heard about the power of habits and how it is essential to track your habits if you want to measure your progress, my immediate reaction was to run the other way. I don't need to track my habits, thank you very much. I cannot even stick to a meal plan. There is no way I will be able to stick to a habit tracker that I have to mark off every day. Plus, I don't even want to do that. It feels much too restrictive. I will make progress on my terms, and those terms do not include any checkboxes or measurements of progress or lack of progress. I refused to adopt the idea that progress and success were directly tied to daily habits until I came to a point in my life where I felt like a train wreck waiting to happen. I was so overwhelmed I could not see straight and I was spiraling down in a hurry. 
at that precise time, a once a year program built upon a foundation of daily habits, open for enrollment, and I did not even hesitate. I jumped in headfirst. I knew my life needed an overhaul or I was going to crumble and fall. My pride stepped back long enough for me to admit that I might make more headway if I started being honest with myself about things like habits. Early in the program, I had an aha moment that stemmed from a story about compounding pennies. In this story, a man had a choice between getting $1 million right now or a penny that doubled its amount every day for 30 days. Which would you choose? At first glance, the lump sum would feel like a massive amount of money. I think I might choose that. A penny is worth hardly anything, even if it doubles every day for 30 days. Could it really come out ahead in the end? I was not sure about that. Well, the man who chose to take the lump sum would have been happy with his choice at first. Even on day 25, the doubling penny would only be at... $167,772.16, which is far less than a million. But on day 28, the penny would have become $1,342,177.28. And on day 30, it would have grown to a whopping $5,368,709.12. That is over five times the amount of the $1 million. But the magic did not happen until the end, until the last few days. The compounding effect of small and simple takes time to work, but it works. And in the end, it blows the competition out of the water. For me, that story provided a life-altering visualization. Since my seminary days, when I memorized the scripture in Alma chapter 37, verse 6, I had believed that by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. But the compounding pennies made an abstract concept become real for me. I knew I wanted and needed to change something if I wanted to move forward with hope. Could it be that I needed to put the compound effect to work in my life by tracking the growth of my figurative penny? Would a habit tracker really make that much difference? I decided to put it to the test. Though still not entirely convinced it would work for me, I chose a few habits and started tracking them. Every night before bed, I checked all the boxes for the habits I had completed that day. And while I was not perfectly consistent, I hated seeing the unchecked boxes. That accountability, even to myself, motivated me to keep working on my level of consistency. I have already told you about what happened next, but it bears repeating. After a few weeks of dedicated effort, I no longer felt overwhelmed. Nothing in my circumstances had changed. I still had all the same challenges, and some had even grown in intensity, but I felt equal to each task. I could show up for all of my roles as the grounded, joyful, optimistic person I wanted to be. But the only thing that had changed was my habits, each of which were relatively small and simple. But when combined and practiced for a period of time, the results were astounding. The compound effect was working in my life. That realization was life-changing. I learned I could stay steady and grounded no matter what happened in my life as long as I maintained daily supportive habits. 
the complete turnaround of the British cycling team in the year 2003 illustrates this principle with striking clarity. For nearly 100 years before that, the team had been mediocre at best, only earning one gold medal in the Olympics. Not only that, the biggest cycling event in the world, the Tour de France, had seen zero British winners in 110 years. But in 2003, the team hired a new coach who implemented a new strategy called the Aggregation of Marginal Gains. Coach Dave Brailsford said, The whole principle came from the idea that if you broke down everything you could think of that goes into riding a bike and then improved it by 1%, you will get a significant increase when you put them all together. With that goal in mind, Coach Brailsford got to work making small adjustments to the bike seats and tires, tested different fabrics for the riders to wear, had riders wear biofeedback sensors to see how their bodies responded to different workouts. Then they took it a step further and tested different massage gels to see which led to the fastest muscle recovery. They tested different pillows and mattresses to help the riders get the most restful sleep. They hired a surgeon to teach the riders how to avoid getting sick and hundreds of other small improvements. In just five years, the British team won 60% of the cycling gold medals in the 2008 Olympics. Four years later, they set nine Olympic records and seven world records. That same year, the first British cyclist won the Tour de France, followed by British wins in 2015, 2016, and 2017. This dramatic change was orchestrated by small habits that, 1% at a time, turned mediocrity into greatness. Could the same thing be true of our lives? In his book, Atomic Habits, author James Clear said, Too often, we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action. Meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. The difference a tiny improvement can make over time is astounding. Here's how the math works out. If you can get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done. Conversely, if you get 1% worse each day for one year, you'll decline nearly down to zero. Close quote. That makes me think of President Nelson's talk about spiritual momentum. In that talk, he said, quote, We know followers of Jesus Christ who became converted and grew in faith, but we also know once committed believers who fell away. Momentum can swing either way. Close quote. Whether or not we realize it, Humans are creatures of habit. We do things because we are used to doing them, and sometimes our habits are not taking us in the direction we want to go. Perhaps our habits include things like staying up late and sleeping in late. That habit then leads to a frantic rush and a huge amount of stress in the morning to get everyone where they need to be. Can you relate to that habit? What would it look like if we intentionally created a better habit? Maybe instead of staying up late, we went to bed a little bit earlier. Then we could wake up a little bit earlier in the morning and spend that extra time doing things like studying our scriptures, praying, or meditating before school, or the work rush began. What would the compound interest on that habit be? Over time, 
better sleep would result in better health. Time spent in dedicated gospel study, meditation, and prayer would result in stronger relationships with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And that, in and of itself, would lead to a waterfall of blessings. Waking up earlier would decrease the amount of stress intertwined with the mad rush to get everyone where they needed to be. Could that also result in more peace and better relationships? Changing one small habit, such as going to bed earlier, could over time exponentially change our lives, our faith, and our relationships. And as I illustrated in last week's podcast, stopping one small supportive habit can potentially have a massive negative impact on our lives. Remember, momentum goes both ways. So if we desire positive momentum, both spiritually and temporally, what can we do to create it? Could a series of daily habits with a mere 1% interest rate create the momentum and ultimately the lasting changes we desire? My experience has convinced me that habits are the way to create the results we want in our lives. We have much more power over our circumstances and our futures than we sometimes believe. As James Clear said, you get what you repeat. Let me repeat that. You get what you repeat. So what outcomes do you want in your life, my friends? And how can you become 1% better each day until you reach your goal? What small things can you repeat on a daily basis that will propel you in the right direction? For your shine challenge this week, I invite you to do just that. Come up with at least one small habit you can implement today that will increase your positive momentum. Then do that thing each day this week. Change is within reach, my friend, 1% at a time. Let's tackle that 1% with our daily habits and together let's stand. Thanks for being here. I can't wait to see you back here again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me today. If you are ready to dive in deeper and join the stand movement, Find me on Instagram at Lynette Shepard, that's two N's, two P's, and an A-R-D, or at LynetteShepard.com. If you like what you heard today, please consider sharing the show with a friend or leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That works wonders in helping us to find the people that we can help. Thank you again, and remember, you were born to stand. See you next time.